seven of the Morgan official Corpse Beat Podcast, and I am Arturo Padilla, the guy behind the face. And with me, always, is Mr. Nick Valdez. Tex, how you doing, man? Oh man, howdy everybody, howdy Arturo. Uh, you know, it's it's been a minute. It feels like forever for us, you know, because we, you and I, took a little spring break. <laughs> we did, yeah, we did. <laughs> but. It feels like forever because, you know, while we were away, the one time we decided to go on break, right? Like, it suddenly all the news ever came out over these last two weeks. Massive so, amount of information just yeah, popped so, off. So. so we are going to just blast through these coming attractions and, uh, you know, just catch up. So the first thing is we got the trailer for Pixar's next big movie, Elemental. And it looks good. I think that's as much as I can say good about it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it looks good, but it looks Disney plus good. It doesn't yeah. look a movie theater good, you know? Um, the story also looks very generic, very, you know, standard affair kind of stuff. You know, you can't mix elements and, you know, fire and water and blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, like, you know, all romance this... across different worlds. Yeah, that dude, kind of it's, stuff, very, right? it's yeah. very cookie cutter stuff. Um, again, I'm not sure what Pixar's trying to prove with this one. Usually when Pixar does stuff, they, uh, um, they try their best to um, kind of innovate, right? And right. and do something that hasn't been done. This one, honestly, like um, I feel like I'm watching a subplot of Inside Out or something. You know yeah, what I mean? Right. It feels like a, a movie another studio would make, right? It's like you know, yeah. be it, be who you are. You know, be your own person. Like yada, yeah, very DreamWorks, right? Yeah, like it's just. <laughs> It's yeah, <laughs> so yeah, yeah it, it's very. Uh, um, yeah. I do wish it was on on Disney Plus, yeah. uh, not in theaters. I don't think, like I said before, I don't think this looks theater worthy. Um, yeah, um, I mean, compare this to like Luca, which was like, yo, it dropped during the pandemic, but that one yeah, would have been a theater movie. You know, Luca like, was so good. Yeah, Luca our, was very very good. Yeah, I don't our, think this. It doesn't even come close to that. Just based off what I've seen. Again, we could be wrong, you know. Yeah, um, just but just the, based the off the trailer. trailer. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's a very generic, I, very well. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of, well, not generic, that was a bad transition, but like, uh, you know, in terms of like looking good, we got the, the newest trailer for Barbie, which was the first actual yeah. trailer that showed us what kind of movie this is going to be. But at the same time, I have no idea what kind of movie this is going to be. Dude, it is something, right? Right. It's something different. It, I have, like, as you, as you just said, I have no clue what exactly we have in store for the audience in this movie. It, yeah. I, I don't see any story yet. I see a bunch of different kinds of characters. Um, they, they have a slew of different Barbies, you know, with us, uh, with a bunch of different varying careers and stuff. Um, but still, we get no semblance of any kind of story there yeah. you know all we um, all we know is that barbie's going to the real world right to the but real world but right so the, I, yeah, yeah that's the thing like what kind of movie is it going to be after that like is it going to be like a when barbie goes to the real world is this like a dark movie you know is this because it doesn't also doesn't seem like it's for kids because you got that last joke at the end where they're like oh i'll beat you off you know <laughs> yeah it's uh it's greta gearwig right um yeah. and she usually makes these in darling kind of movies yeah, and which stuff is like why that. i'm like yo is there what's what's the shoe yeah, what's the other right? shoe right like what's um, what, what is the other thing it know? needs to it has to gear towards a younger audience only because of the brand behind it right, right. mattel's behind it so um i don't think they want to make a you know a risque pg-13 affair right? right um what is it rated by the way do you know is it pg-13 or is it P- <sighs> 
I don't know. I have, I have not paid close enough attention. I will be 100 percent audience. But uh, I you have, have a not... bunch of characters in there that can easily make this PG 13. You yeah. know what I mean? So... And so that's the thing. Like there are already jokes in here where it's like, yeah, it's a little more, it's a little more teen friendly. So that's what I'm saying. Like, you, you what... know, what it feels like text. It feels like like uh, an early animated flick. You know, um, right. uh, where the toys go into the real world kind of stuff. Right. Um. And so maybe um uh. A gearwig took that kind of inspiration and and just you know made it into people and and gave it that emotional thing she does yeah. with her movies. And you know, um, but uh, who knows? You know, giving it credit, it looks like a Barbie movie, right? Like it, you know, the there's that gag where like uh, she like steps out of her shoe and it's oh like, yeah, still the- and then her heel still curves, just <laughs> yeah, like the, yeah. the freaking doll is, right? Yeah. So you yeah, know, kudos stuff, yeah. kudos to Barbie. Uh, moving on with something that's like dramatically different, uh, we got the first trailer for Extraction. <laughs> Too, which Dramatically is it scene. is a totally different end of the spectrum right uh so chris hemsworth you know um i forget the director's name it's not one of the russo brothers it's like uh it's not the russos no the russo one of the russos joe i think wrote the movie but i forget the, the director is somebody different and oh because so, the russos did uh, the first one yeah yeah the, i noticed that in the trailer that is a different director oh. Let, let's talk about it for a second while i while i google yeah, it yeah no, for sure uh, um Last time we left Extraction, we saw that uh, Cribs, uh, Chris Hemsworth's character was dead adjacent, right? Yes. He fell off that uh, that bridge after he was shot and blown up and, got, you know, God knows what else was done. Yeah, um, so straight but, up uh, confirmed, like, in the trailer that, yeah, like, he, it was, this is a part two. This isn't yeah, like a, a yeah. part two. It seems like off the bat, they wanted to get that out of the way. It's like, yeah, we saved them afterwards. You know what I mean? Right. We, yes. We gave them medical attention and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, okay, cool. Whatever. Let's move on. But this one looks dope. It, um, um, it looks like um, we're getting more of that really close hand-to-hand combat stuff. Um, there's that one sequence we see in the trailer where he's in like this prison, like, like yard or something or right or something is going down and somebody hits him with a brick and you know he's dazed but he's you know the camera's like just doing a shot of him and he's going kind of crazy and it looks cool it looks cool i'm excited about it i really enjoyed the first extraction yeah sam hargrave who also directed the first one so he did direct oh so the russos didn't even direct the first one they're they're just just attached as producers yeah and so that's trickery netflix yeah, but importantly, he I believe he was the stunt coordinator for, like, uh, Civil War and stuff like that. So, like, that's probably why the fight scene we get in the trailer looks so cool, man. I can't wait to see that in the movie with, like, Hemsworth throwing his fire punch. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome, dude. Dude, um, I, like, Again, like, yeah, that first movie had – yeah. Yeah, it had a lot of uh, very cool action set pieces, right? Yeah, so but, but also, uh, yeah, I'm hoping we get the same here. Yeah, also Hemsworth wasn't the the like wasn't the big star of the first one either. So no, that's it wasn't. why I'm that's why I'm curious, right? Uh, yeah, because it was the bodyguard. I forget what his name was, yeah. but we we raved all about it yeah. um, in, in, in the previous episode. Go check that out in the archive. But um, uh, yeah. It was the the bodyguard, this Indian dude, right? Yes. Um, who was, was just was absolutely so cool. yeah. awesome. He was <laughs> yeah. just so awesome, and he looked so cool doing the awesome stuff because his hair was always in the way and stuff. Yeah. Um, and he had the big sacrifice at the end of the first one. Um, so yeah, it seems like maybe in this one he has to save a little girl or something. I saw a little girl in the trailer. I mean, um, dude, I'm I'm down. Like, you he know has what? to extract somebody from somewhere. Yes, so. and you know what? It's <laughs> it's a Netflix movie. You know, two hours of action. I hope it's not bloated. 
you know, like it's oof, we'll 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 see what we get there, right? Like, um, Listen, it, yeah, it, like it, first of all, just that trailer, it looks good and it's full of action, right? right. Just like our next up, right? Yes, During, like in coming attractions, we finally get the trailer for Blue Beetle, um, yes. the first under James uh, James Gunn's umbrella, right? Yes, he he hasn't outright confirmed it, which is stupid. He should straight up be like, you know, he's he's throwing out tweets and stuff like of showing support and all that, but. This is DC Studios, right? Like they should straight yeah. up. James Gunn should be like straight up, be like, "Oh yeah, well, Be- Blue Beetle is a part of my plans." Because if he's not, then I'm like, "Well, then what's the point?" Then what's the point? Because that conversation it, starts all over again, yes. right? <laughs> and at the same time, though, it's different with Blue Beetle, right? Because Blue Beetle's brand new. He's like a he's a little like uh, I don't know what ethnicity he is specifically in the movie i want to say mexican because i hope because jaime I reyes mexican is a, based okay. on his uh you know the family makeup yes you know? yeah i mean you got george lopez in there Dude. as the uncle you know <laughs> you know i did not think i would like george lopez in that trailer man but same if he, i was like he looks like the crazy Theo who like yes. who, who's up, up to some schemes all the time yeah, dude, like, like, i'm yeah. not a fan of george lopez like i think he's always very over the top yes you know um very dramatic about stuff and exaggerates a lot there's which is like ah, eh, you know, I get why people would like that comedy. It's very Same you know yeah. old school slapsticky kind of stuff, you know. Yes. Um, but I I liked his character. The, the 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 very little we saw, you know, in the yeah, trailer, with like I'm his like, mullet and it's like his yes. his white socks and it's like Yo, yes, um, yeah, he looks like the sketchy Theo who's like up to up to like everything right and yeah. Like, but like you know, speaking of looks, though, Tex Blue Beetle oh, himself, dude, like yo. No, looks like, great. Dude. I can't believe this was an HBO Max movie before they like moved it to theaters. No wonder, like, no wonder WB was like, "Yo, let's let's make some money off of this because it looks incredible." Yes, that suit, dude. Oh my god, like, dude, yeah. it looks. Uh, it looks way better than I honestly expected it to yes, look. Yes, exactly. Um, being that uh, you know, you know, we know about Blue Beetle. Like we're fans of Blue Beetle because of you know Young Justice and all that stuff. Yes. Um. So we're very aware of the character and like, dude, it's fucking spot on, man. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Like it, it's wildly it works spot in live, on, dude. Yes. You wouldn't think it works <laughs> in live action, right? But like, yeah. yeah. And then there's one shot of him cutting the bus in half, and you get like that little expression. So it's like, yeah. oh, so they're taking like the Deadpool cues of like how to like animate the the face without the mouth, mm-hmm. you know? So yep. like. It's, yeah, it, it it looks dope. Um, I'm very excited to see the end product of it. Um, again, I really hope James Gunn does come out as being the head of this uh, of this um, whole timeline, pretty much, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like I I as a fan will need confirmation from him at some point that this is part of of his you know his works. I mean, and I know? hate I, I hate to put it out here this way, but I kind of have to like uh you know as a Latino dude, I'm like yo like confirm this already like yo like, yeah you can't- confirm it and make this shit work please yes because that's <laughs> the thing it's like you know Jaime Reyes he, he's uh, a perfect transition to our next character, but like you know he's a young hero who you can throw into pretty much everything and have him be the point of like the audience right of like yo yeah. what's going on here oh justice league oh all this like whatever right like you can have yeah. him react to stuff and yeah uh transitioning over we got the 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 well i would say fullest trailer for 
Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, who, like, uh, so now we get the actual story, and it's it's all the Spider-Man against Miles, because 2099's up to something, and I'm, yes. I'm dude, I, I'm just excited. I'm all for this. Yeah, place. like, I'm, I'm here for sold, it. Right? Yeah. Um, and the fact that it, it's only, um, it's a two-parter, so this is only part one. Yes. Um, of, um, uh, you know, of Spider-Verse, and uh, that's very exciting, because what we finally saw, we've, um, as Tex mentioned, we saw the story kind of play out, right? We, uh, Miles goes into this uh, kind of, you know, lobby for like the multiverse, pretty much, right? Yes. Um, where all these Spider Men just hang out. And then, you know, him and 2099 obviously are going to have a disagreement about something because he seems to be the very kind of, um, you know, the head leader kind of thing over right. here. So, and, and, uh, and just the way the animation looks is awesome. 2099. 2099 it's great how they kind of um aside from all of the different spider-men that one in particular has this kind of shape to it where it, it looks like a like this taller brooding kind of villain Dude, you know it, yeah they made him look exactly like oscar isaac which is funny yeah, yes but, but also well, yeah also i bet that sony sneaky way of like you know if we're gonna get uh you know how much you want to bet right because part three of this is called beyond the spider-verse right how much you want to bet that by the end of this, we get a live action Miles and Sony's sitting here being like, oh, well, we also can have a live action 2099 with Oscar Isaac. Have him play double duty in Marvel, right? Like he could be over here at Moon Knight, you know, and, but he's over here at Sony's like Spider-Man thing too, right? I'm just like, yo, why not, right? <laughs> Listen, like at this point, we have very little, honestly, of uh of the movie like yes. i think there's what still, we see, there's still um, something bigger happening right yeah because yeah. like it looks like we're pretty much in the same location the entire trailer you know great, after we leave the you know the, um, after we leave the parents conversation right we look like we're in this same spot so i am very excited to see how everything goes down and like i said it looks awesome so i can't wait to see that on the big screen and um yeah dude i'm excited about it the first one won a freaking oscar so you know this one is gonna have you know there, some yeah, you know, heft behind it yeah it's been a long time since we got the first one too like i'm a, I'm a comparison the sequel took a while to come yeah, out yeah the first one was such a hit it like changed animated movies like you look at puss in boots you look at uh i forget puss what the, in boots. yeah like you look at how these movies are designed now and it's like yeah so who knows what the second one's gonna do uh yeah. so moving on with marvel we got the first trailer for the disney plus show secret invasion which Ooh. it looks dope but i got it i gotta just put it all out in the open here i'm looking at it and i'm like man i don't care about this yet so <laughs> yeah um i am in the same boat dude where like that all right so marvel right <laughs> i know it's so, it's, it's so marvel tough, started yeah. their phase five with atman right right and, and Quantum Mania and stuff like that, and a bunch of stuff happened in between a, there. A bunch, a bunch that, of stuff uh, happened that <laughs> we will. So I'll put this out there as a producer's note for the buddies at home. There is something happened like with uh, with Kang with Jonathan Majors since this went down uh, since we've last talked, but we will not fully address the scope of it until. We either get all the details or until Marvel's until like, like yeah. officially, like, yes. you know, legit finalized. Yes. All right. We're, we're not into speculation but, here. But, but yes, <laughs> we are into speculating about movies and the universe and all that stuff. Yes. So like I was saying, when we last spoke about Marvel, we spoke about Ant-Man and we mentioned, you know, we're not going to bring this up again until, you know, we see other stuff. But so 
there's right now, honestly, there's a big disconnect right now, right? Because yeah. this secret invasion stuff kind of feels very phase four-ish, you know? Um, right. Uh, yeah. Very non-phase five, you know? Um, I'm kind of concerned about that and how it ties into the bigger picture because I know about the secret invasion stuff. It's a whole, it's a whole thing, you know? Yeah, it was like a big um, comic event, right? Yeah, it's a whole thing because you have where are they? The scrolls, right? Yeah, I keep confusing the the Cree and the scrolls. The um the scrolls they they manage to kind of you know they shapeshift and stuff. So they manage to shapeshift into Avengers, and the whole thing is like, oh, there's like high level Avengers that are actually you know scrolls and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. um it's a whole thing, but it doesn't feel very base five marvel right it feels very like old marvel and that's not just because of nick fury um it's because of this um scroll (laughs) scroll yeah yeah that happened uh, with uh with captain marvel right we first got um, introduced into that whole thing there and i feel like this story doesn't belong here you know it feels kind of dated right now this is why i feel a little disconnected from this text yeah it's also because who cares about the scrolls i don't (laughs) yes and i'm sitting here also thinking who cares about nick fury like i'm i'm honestly like i'm good like the last time last time we saw nick fury he was on that ship in space like handling the scrolls and i'm like cool bring him up again in in the marvels right and like you know maybe they'll see him in captain marvel 2 or whatever i don't care but i don't i will say this straight out i don't care about nick fury i don't care about the scrolls yeah and the oh so this is all a problem because you know um digging into this a little bit uh disney announced that they're slowing these down right after quantumania and then then i'm sure they like went back to the drawing board and were like we we really we we're only gonna release a few of these a year so like we're getting secret invasion but we're also uh, we're probably not getting like echo this year the one we're getting loki though where we're getting loki Season two for sure, which is also something they really need to figure out before (laughs) before season two comes out again. Like, who cares? um, Yeah, I'm still sitting there going, uh, who cares? As you're saying, it's like you know, where are we here, Marvel? Right? Yeah. Um, Because as I mentioned, it doesn't feel like we're in the same timeline right now. Yeah. Like I think also the you know the Kang stuff is kind of up in the air right now. Yeah, and that's that's unfortunate. That kind of yeah, dude, it clouds up a lot of things because um he's supposed to be a part of um you know Kang that the character I mean not the actor but the character is supposed to be a part of Loki a part of all their major plans um whether they recast or not depending on what happens with this stuff is a different story but back to the invasion stuff like does it deal with Kang does it deal with quantum shit the stuff we actually are currently concerned about like it doesn't look like it's gonna be doing that stuff yeah like is one of the scrolls a Kang you know, is is Kang one of the scrolls leading whatever? I I think if they did something like that, I would work back around to be like, okay, you know. But I think this is one of those uh, we're putting in the books for now. As in, we'll talk about it when the when the season's done. This won't be one where we're like, oh, let's let's watch one or two and then talk about one or two. But no, when the season's done, we'll we will review it. You we'll, know what? We'll have, the, a, we'll have some like, words about it. It's a shame too, Tex, because uh, the Secret Invasion event in comics is like 
I don't fully know it. I know about it. Um, like it's it's a thing, you know. Well, yeah, because the whole thing was that like some of the heroes were scrolls, right? The whole time. Yeah, exactly. But, like but it's a, it's it's a one, major. Uh, the big one was like, like Spider- Hulk was one. Spider Woman was the big one, if I remember right. Which is yeah, wasn't which, it Hulk and yeah Hulk and Spider Woman, right? Yeah, which which sucks for it sucks for the MCU because it's like well who yeah. You know, and, um, we don't even have a Spider Woman, dude. Yeah, and unless um, unless they're like, oh, one of the big heroes has been a scroll this whole time. But again, you see, like, who cares? Like, <laughs> we would care. We would care a whole lot more about this if this story came, you know, pre Endgame kind of shit. You know, if this like, was like around Black Widow, right? That, like, if yeah, dude, this is the kind of stuff that should have happened before Infinity War. You know what I mean? Like, right. To, the stuff to fill in everything, you know, to you know, to make this universe a little bit more expansive. Um, yes, it's a grand old universe that we know of, but like again, I go back to this because the stories don't seem to really connect. Like, are we are we going to be dealing with all the Marvel stuff? Because you know, we're going to see Miss Marvel again in the Marvels movie, right? That's coming out this summer, right? Maybe you know. Um, but this, it's like a text that honestly, it's like all this just means you know, I kind of don't care about it either. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, we're, and, I think we're know, both dancing around it, but ultimately, I think, yeah, like, yeah. I hope it's not eight episodes. Yeah, this <laughs> like, this definitely seems like a six, right? Like looking at it, like, nah, that's a six episode kind of deal. I want yeah. a four episode miniseries, bro. Just give me like you know four hour episodes and just make your point. Yeah, dude. that's like, so true. Just make the movie. Like that's the thing. It's like you can make these movies and just drop them on Disney Plus. I don't see why. I look, we're. I guess we're getting into the weeds here a bit. Uh, so let's let's move on with Disney because Disney has a bunch of plans. Uh, we got a lot of we, Disney. We got talk a, we got a whole a other universe, a, a whole other universe to jump into here in a second. But first, um, so Star Wars Celebration, the big Star Wars event, happened this past weekend or past week uh, from the time of recording. Mm-hmm. And one of the first things that came out was that uh, new trailer for Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Yes. So mm-hmm. um, before you and I, like we talked about this, I'm not a big indiana jones guy you aren't either uh you know i i haven't even seen like two and three and i barely remember one so like i'm gonna have to watch these before this next one so like yeah three i don't remember any of three um a one and two really are the ones uh one obviously being you know Raiders of the lost ark right and two being um uh temple of doom those two really are the ones especially a temple of doom you know you have like like all those cool visuals and stuff you know when they're like in the you know, like like in the temple, and they're in that dinner where they're eating like you know all these oh, yeah, different the monkey kinds brain of foods, like that, right? monkey yeah. brains and snake and stuff. Always, always something ingrained into my memory. Um, but really, like you know, it's pretty much it about Indiana Jones, yeah, and Temple and so, of Doom, and Kalima. Yeah, and when we got the first trailer for <laughs> Dial of Destiny, you were both, you and I were both like, oh man, like Harrison Ford's being old, and he's like, yeah, How are they like doing this? I didn't give a. A crystal skull a chance i wasn't gonna give this one a chance no but 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 yes but (laughs) the trailer this final trailer came out and they were holding out on us they really were Um, this looks very watchable yeah (laughs) the story actually intrigues me because you finally find out that um it's not him trying to go on another adventure on his own is that um you know his goddaughter who was um 
who's uh um i guess he was friends like a, a very good friends with her father they found this um you know they know about this dial of destiny thing and uh, you know in the trailer we see that she betrays him which is very like 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 very indiana jones esque from back in the day and we see that um you know mads mickelson is there trying to like resurrect yeah it's like trying to turn I back think, time I think to correct Nazis hitler's again. mistakes right yeah it's yeah, Nazis it, again it, which is like works. a Listen, good move right like it's like it yeah, works yeah. you know let's turn <laughs> Let's point the finger back at them. You yeah. know, it's always easy to, you know, to make some Nazi kind of, you know, villain. And, you know, and this one, and Max Mickelson fits. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. And nothing like, wrong with that. Fuck them. No, yeah. Fuck um, the Nazis, bro. Uh, yo. And so. But yeah, but it, it looks good. Thanks. Yes. That's what I was going to say. I'm like, I, I think, I think you're in the same boat too, where I'm a sucker for old men having one last adventure kind of movie, you know? And like, if they. I know there were reports, we talked about this last time, where they had to, they had to take those lines out that referenced Indiana Jones and his age. But, yeah. like, I'm getting that vibe in this trailer where, you know, he's like, he's an old man. He's he's retiring. He even says, he's like, yo, I'm retiring. Yeah, he knows he's old. Yeah, but then he's dragged out for one more. And, dude, like, I'm a sucker. I, I'm, I'm like, yo, I love those movies. I'm like, yeah. old, old man going for one more. Like, one last ride, yeah, it's, you know? It's, it's, like, it's like Unforgiven to Jace over here, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, dude, this one, like, I like the way this trailer really sh- flowed um, and the way it showed the story. And I'm like, oh, I can really, you know, it looks see like myself enjoying this yeah, movie. It looks you know? like a good story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the de-aging thing. Um, it's only because of flashbacks, you know. Yeah, I thought, thank God, they were gonna do something where that would be a major thing, but it just seems like, yeah, they de-aged them because it's fucking flashbacks. Like they're going back to the Raiders of the Lost Ark stuff. Yeah. Um, which, um, which obviously, you know, it, it, it was it, young indie. Yeah, and it does make sense that they didn't just recast another Indiana Jones actor because it is like, uh, so I don't know, like I'm. I'm, I guess we'll see how that plays out in the movie. So, you know, I am curious about that. Um, so, you know. You know what, though, Tex, too? Like, um, I am curious, too, because last time we heard Harrison Ford being on a, on a you know, on um, on a shoot where there was action, he kind of broke his leg. Remember yeah. he, when he came back as Han Solo? Yeah. So for freaking, uh, for, for what was it, episode seven? Yeah, but, right? you know, maybe he likes Indiana Jones. That's what I'm hoping. Like, I'm hoping that he likes that character enough to be like, yo, let's do it. You yeah, know? you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a Lucas character. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> Lucas wanted him specifically. So We'll, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, so moving on with the actual Star Wars stuff, before we get into the new announcements, uh, we got the first trailer. Oh, well, Ahsoka. Yeah, for Ahsoka, which is a new series uh, coming to Disney Plus, uh, branching out from Rosario Dawson's take on the character. I know zero about this, Arturo. I believe it, like <laughs> should should fans be excited about this as the Star um, Wars? Yeah, expert. fans okay. fans should be excited about it because okay. uh, Ahsoka and uh, um, her portrayal by Rosario Dawson was one of the highlights of Mando season two, mm-hmm. um, and. Um, as a fanboy of Star Wars and as a fan of Star Wars, anyone who actually respects like the Star Wars canon and they know of Ahsoka and they know how important she is to the whole story of Anakin and all that stuff and her ties to, um, you know, to, to human Anakin, to, you know, the Anakin, you know, before he goes all Sith. So mm-hmm. there is a big relationship there. And this is why Ahsoka is so important in the grand scheme of things. Um, we saw her portrayal in Mando season two um, come to life as like, you know, this, this outcasted kind of Jedi person esque, 
not Jedi because she's not a Jedi, um, you know, just kind of walking the earth trying to, you know, solve stuff. Yeah. And I, even as someone who doesn't know Star Wars, I do know about this Thrawn guy because you've mentioned Thrawn and he's he's apparently going to be in the Ahsoka show. Which is. Super, super surprising because Thrawn was a huge part of the actual um, book canon okay. of Star Wars. Huge. I mean, huge. He was a huge, huge um, baddie in that uh, – like in the canon universe there in, in in the books. And him being here now in live action in this universe is very exciting because it opens up the question to, hey, did you guys you know, finally realize you have other stories that already exist here and you can just bring them to life? You don't have to create something new because there's nothing like, yeah, you can create new characters, but there's already a slew of information and a wealth of characters and situations that already exist. Thrawn is one of them, you know? Okay, so, yeah. So having him actually appear is pretty major because that means they're open to the books, you know, and the books is where, you know, we get a lot of information about what happened after, uh, um, after episode six, uh, Luke and the Jedi Academy and, um, and what really happens between, um, uh, Jaina and Jason solo, which is the story they adapted for Ben solo in, um, you know, in the new, uh, trilogy they just made, um, where, you know, Ben was the son uh, well, in the book, Jason Solo was the son of uh, of Leia and Han. He turned Sith and all that stuff. Like that story comes from there. So, um, unfortunately, they didn't successfully pull that off. But um, it's exciting because now they're kind of admitting, hey, like you know, we were dumb to say the books are not canon, oh, which is like okay. so dumb because it's like why yeah, would why you, would just you throw it out? Why would like you throw that? out <laughs> like years of material? Because right? the books fill out so much of the universe the movies only focus on the skywalkers right the books fill out everybody else you know what i mean right like you get the sense of the star wars the universe and galaxy really um through the books you know through all the characters you meet in the books um like there's a great story of um of boba fett and his daughter and it's like Yo, it's great. It's good stuff there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, yeah. So I'm very excited that they brought out Thrawn here because that's really the most important key part of this Ahsoka trailer is Thrawn Dope. and what they plan on doing with him. So, um, so that being of the said, future, right? Yeah. Uh, that being said, Tex, and speaking of the future and uh, a, a good transition into the books and the canon, right? Yes. As I was saying, um, after Return of the Jedi, we see Luke try and build the Jedi Academy all over again, right? And this is, it seems like what's going to happen in one of uh, one uh, one of one of these three new Star Wars flicks, right? Yes, where they bring back Ray Skywalker to build a new Jedi Academy, which is like, yeah. What? So as <laughs> where did this come? Yeah, from? <laughs> as as part of the new announcements, they like uh, I don't know the details of the timeline because you know I'm bad at you know I'm bad at producing, getting my knowledge here. But like, <laughs> no, no. But seriously, uh, they they revealed like an expanded timeline with like uh, you know because there's New Republic, there's High Republic, there's Old Republic. Old there, Republic. There's yeah. Dawn of the Jedi. There is Episode Ten and Beyond, which is like uh, Beyond High Republic or something like that. So okay, so let's detail these movies. They announced three okay. three big so, movies in the works. Uh, James, Mangold. let's go with timeline then. Yes. Yeah. So, so James Mangold 
we'll be dealing with the older part of the timeline. Yes, he'll, it's going um, all the way back to the actual dawn of the Jedi. So, which is super interesting. Yeah, it's honestly. being it's being teased as a biblical kind of epic, which is like yeah, it's um roll my eyes a little bit, but like okay, yeah, yeah <laughs> me too because it's like that's all Star Wars. You know what I mean, yeah, yeah they're all, um, they're all <laughs> but um, it's it, it's true, man. Yeah, no, it's um, it's true. exciting because it's. James Mangold. Right. I like James Mangold. He's done very good things. Yeah, he Logan. Logan. <laughs> Logan uh, I mean, he, he did. Uh, he did Indiana uh, Jones: Dial of Destiny, actually. So, oh, yeah, and, that's why he was there. That right even now, works. He did. Um, he did a great um uh, remake of Three Ten to Yuma as well, which yeah. is awesome. He's also he's also writing uh James Gunn's Swamp Thing. So you know, so who? Yeah. James Mangold, people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. James Mangold, right? So James Mangold will be dealing with the older part of that timeline you just mentioned, Tex, yes. which is the dawn of the Jedi, which is um, the birth of the Jedi and probably like the first Jedi. So that's why it probably that's probably why they describe it as like a biblical epic kind of thing because it's gonna be like that Moses. You know, um, because, you know, if, if you go back into Star Wars and stuff, Jedi and um, um, is Jedi and Sith are a very like religious thing. Mm-hmm. You know, Lucas says it light and dark, you know, good and bad kind of shit, um, you know, you know, God and devil and all that bullshit. But um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very curious what this what this is going to be, because this is the first time a movie is actually going to be, you know, set that far back in the Star Wars universe. You know what I mean? Right. Or um, origins of the Force kind of thing. So, you know, unless it's midichlorians, a guy, you know, it's a movie about a guy figuring out he's got midichlorians. Uh, no, so the, <laughs> the second of these projects was announced that uh, Dave Filoni, he's leading up, um, you know, after telling all these TV shows, Book yeah. of Boba Fett, Mandalorian, Ahsoka, they're going to get, they're going to all lead into a movie of some kind. Yeah, um, exactly. Make, so he's doing with the sense. new republic aspect yeah it, it makes a lot yeah. of sense to me also Absolutely. it's like i don't know i you know it's like i i think maybe it's I gonna would... be big fan service kind of yeah, shit honestly because yeah. he's the one that's been providing that for the fans right like i like just you know full disclosure i haven't watched an episode of mandalorian season three either. <laughs> and i still consider myself a huge star wars fan like i love star wars but like you know like i'll catch it when i catch it um i think uh filoni has been uh, uh, doing right by the Star Wars fans and stuff like that. So you know, good. I- I'm glad he's able to actually expand his um his stories now into this whole movie that's gonna bridge all these shows. You know, I as mean, Tex just mentioned. Good luck to him. It's a lot. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, and it- it's gonna be dealing um with the New Republic era of the timeline as well. Um, but it does make sense because like um these characters obviously fit in the same universe. You know, yeah. they've been in their shows together. Yeah. So you had Ahsoka in Mando, you had Boba Fett in Mando, Mando and Boba Fett, all that you know, good stuff. That's you the know? thing though. It's, you know, when you have all these shows, you bring them together for a movie, who's the star? You know, is it, is it going to be Pedro Pascal's Mando? It kind of has to I be, think right? It doesn't really have to be. Ooh, I haven't seen any of this season, okay. but I think as a Star Wars fan, um, the best way to do it is to use these people as supporting characters to elevate a new, like a new character. That's Ooh, the, honestly right. the way That's, you would build a Star Wars movie. That is Star you know? Wars, yeah. Because yeah. if not, it's just like an event program. It's an event movie, yeah. And like, yeah, it's earned it because it's Star Wars. But at the same time, it's like one of those things where it's like, why didn't you? just do an event series you know why why couldn't yeah, you just combine them into like that a- same timeline is the obi-wan timeline yes right? yes you know, 
Yes, like yeah, it fits Obi-Wan in that same happened, kind of happened in the same era. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it happened in that same kind of decade of time that they want to kind of focus on. So, um, it could be it, it, it would be cool to see all that kind of elevate the story of um of Princess Leia and how she actually came, like you know finally came up or you know this something along those lines. I don't think you'll be just focusing on one of those characters i think it'll be more of a, along the lines of let's grab all these awesome you know supporting roles and elevate and you tell know like one a big, newbie. one big part of the story uh right yeah and then at the end they all come back for like a big fight together yeah, yeah that'd i mean be cool that's very star wars yeah. right uh, um, so the final yeah. the final movie announced was uh shermin obay who will be directing a movie set after rise of skywalker who's bringing back daisy ridley's ray so, uh, who is building her own Jedi order, as you mentioned, who's building her own Jedi yeah. Academy and trying to like build that stuff back up. So that's, yeah, so that's going to be the first of the next era of like whatever. Yeah. This, this that's, um, episode 10 or you know, what are your thoughts on that text? Uh, as a, as a, a lay person on the whole oh, Star yeah, Wars as thing. someone who's just like, to me, it, it seems like, uh, you know, seems like kind of a bust, you know, but, also, like jumping on your idea of like using it to build up someone else, I do like that, you know, because you know uh, they threw out the book canon, so you know Ray Skywalker, you know she's like she's a Skywalker, she's a Palpatine, you know, and <sighs> if they somehow bring back uh, Adam that's still, Adam that Driver, still hurts my head yeah, how that all turned out. <laughs> yeah, if they still like that's what I'm saying. I think it's a bust. Like it's straight up like a you know try to make what you can out of like the pieces you have. Like, yeah. And I feel like there is something there in that idea. Like if it's not an episode yeah. 10, but instead like a an episode one of like a new story of like, oh, here's not a Skywalker, but like a new a new generation Jedi kind of person, right? Like a, yeah. a new character, like um, you know, maybe bring back Adam Driver's Ben as like a force ghost or something and like he Yeah, but no. But I'm also no, that, you know. Right? Yeah, it's like they had their chance to do that and, and they didn't pull a trigger on that story. And I don't want anymore. That's where that. I'm sitting with it. As someone who's like yeah. not really that connected with this stuff, like it to me it doesn't really make a lot of sense to try and like pick up those pieces mm-hmm. instead of like doing something fresh. But if it, what you're saying is on the money of like using that as the base to start something new, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, just to, you know, just to wrap up this conversation, I don't want to get too nerdy yeah, yeah, into it. We, we but, still got, um, we still- <laughs> yeah, we still got our feature presentation, double feature presentation. But yeah, so just, um, like, um, in terms of Ray, um, I'm very mixed on her character. Yes. Um, uh, very mixed on her. I still don't know how to feel about it because all those, um, that trilogy was, everywhere but if they are going to bring her back now is the time to pump up that legacy behind it what did she do afterwards right what stuff did she do afterwards to kind of like make her fucking luke skywalker because essentially this is like this is a story again a rehash of the luke skywalker story after return of the jedi right where he goes off in the books and he fucking finds the whole jedi temple and starts the jedi academy and does all that stuff so this is essentially that story and if they are going to do that, th- I would really recommend them to kind of amp up and just beef up her resume a little bit, um, it, like showing what she – not showing exactly, but telling us what she did after that like stuff, as, after she decided full, to take up – Like as a full Jedi yeah, master kind of thing, Yeah, because right? yeah. again, okay. if you're going to bring her back, you're going to have to like acknowledge the fact that she called herself a Skywalker now, right? right. So that holds a, a lot of weight. 
right? What did she do after she took up the mantle of Skywalker? That's what you're going to have to kind of show and prove that, you know, you brought this character back for a reason. Like, what makes her, well, like, who the hell are you? You know, who do you think you are trying to build up the Jedi Academy again, right? right. What have you done, really, you know? Um, because w- what we got from Ray was a really mixed bag, you know? We ended, uh, obviously, on, like, a strong note because she got all this power and all that stuff and Jedi stuff. But it was really, honestly, even... Um, just looking back at it, yeah, still, like character um, wise, right? Like it was yeah. so murky. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, like you didn't know where she stood with her powers, you know, right. like you understood that she had some powers in her, but you didn't really get that montage to see how she got to where she got to, you know what right. I mean? So I think this is a good chance for them to kind of on, on the back end, beef up that resume, show how badass she really is as a character and give her some respect because that's what, you know, she deserves if you're going to bring her back. That's very um, true. Yeah. That that being said, folks, we'll have a lot more of this stuff for you guys yeah, as when, we get when more we news. Get details. Yeah. Yeah. When we get a whole lot of details, but uh, but now, folks, our feature presentation. Text. We got a deuce for them today. Yes. Um, we've been talking a lot with you guys already, as it is. Um, we have a double feature for you guys. And first up on this double feature, two games. surprise, the movie that I didn't think I was going to freaking watch this year was is Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves. Yeah, I don't have much on this one, Tex. <laughs> Um, but I honestly enjoyed my time in the theater. I thought it was, um, I thought it was fun. I didn't think I'd like it as much as I actually did, but I wouldn't pay for it. Um, yeah, yeah. I'd wait for it yeah, if I had to. Look, uh, you know, I do have to say this every time that, you know, we cover a Paramount movie, you know, I do my, my day job is for Paramount, you know, full disclosure. Yeah. You know, but at the same, this is my personal opinion, but also, yeah, wait for it to hit Paramount plus, you know, wait for it to like yeah enjoy it at home because it's straight up like a i bet like at this point we're talking about it now you know we took the spring break off i bet it's it's really getting overshadowed by the other movie we're going to be talking about today so like yeah if you're if you have the time and money to check out one of these video like one of these gaming movies it's not this one you know and no it's not yeah and you know we don't even need to dig into spoilers with this one because it's like you know, it, it's it's also not really something you can spoil because it's like no, like there are no real spoilers in terms of 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 like uh, maybe maybe I like mean, the double turn, y- yeah, maybe but like the heel turn or whatever. But uh, so so uh, you know what I will say is that I appreciate that it's like a fantasy movie through and through, right? Like it's a fantasy story. It's genuine. There's no like, there's no like undercutting it with like pop culture jokes or like there's no meta going, Oh, I can't believe yeah. it works like this, you know, but there is a, there is a knock at like one of the spells or something. They're like, Oh, that, that's like, um, when they're talking with the, the, the skeletons and they're like, why only five mm-hmm. questions? That seems like a yeah. wild number, like an arbitrary number. That's see, but that's still within the universe, right? Like it never yeah. once. Like it's it's a straight up fantasy story and it treats itself seriously. You know, yeah, it has the fun and stuff, but it's never like poking fun at Dungeons and Dragons. So I bet if you're like a big D and D fan, you're probably like really enjoying it because it's not like it's not making fun of it. Like it's never once going, oh D and D's dumb or like you know, and 
it, yeah, it's not it's not like it's Stranger Things, right? Yeah. Where it's 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 kind of using it to um explain stuff to little kids, right. you know? Um this is legit the D&D world, so there is no Dungeons and Dragons. This is the world, right? Um but there is, and, it, what um, is great though is that there is a dungeon and a dragon. So like if yeah, you, <laughs> they do There are many dungeons and the, and a dragon for sure. And that's the thing. <laughs> like it does come through in that regard. Like I think um yeah, like we don't even need, like I've said, uh, we don't even need to go into spoilery details because it's like, it's like set piece and set piece and set piece. And like, mm-hmm. I think there, there might be one too many side quests for my taste of like, you know, we yeah. need to get to point A to point B in order to get to, you know, in order to get to that thing in order to do that thing. There might be yeah. one extra one in, in, for me in my case, but like, I think in like the second half of the movie, it really kicks up. Like once, once they actually get the team together and once they start their full adventure as like a, a party, then like, you know, once it gets to the dungeon and dragon, right? Like it, it, it yeah. starts, it starts kicking up and. Like, I think, um, like, I like the dragon, you know, the, the dragon we get in this movie is super neat. I think yeah, the dragon set piece was awesome. Yeah, it's a fun you idea. Know, the fat dragon just sliding everywhere. Yeah, it was just like a super, like, fat dragon. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, that, it was a fat dragon. Yeah, that's what it was. That, it felt unique. I don't think we've seen that in, like, a fantasy movie, you know? Um, yeah. You know what, though? Like, uh, to your uh, to your um, argument there about um, – you know the set pieces. I think it's a game, right? Yeah. I think that's what the game has to do. Or right. Something. I've never played Dungeons and Dragons, but I'm pretty sure there's a shitload of side quests you got to yeah, do. It's it's fantasy um, world stuff. There's always like yeah, a this, you, you um, need to get this crest in order to open the door to like get yeah, to like it's the, like yeah. uh, like it's, you know like it's like Jumanji yeah. like in the 90s, yeah. right? Where like you know <laughs> it, 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 to get shit done, you had to get other shit done. You yeah. know, it's successful in that right. You know that it does work. You know, for the, you know, the source material, but it is a wait for it still for me. Yeah, um, it's a long movie. The, like, yeah, like the visuals are, are neat, but it's nothing really to go crazy about in theaters either. Um, Very true. I really like the cube thing that's there, you know. Oh, that, they finally put that, that, you know, that like slime cube, right? Yeah. Cube that you see everywhere. You remember in, in, in a freaking, what was it, in Futurama, they had a gelatinous cube as well. <laughs> yeah, so that's apparently like all these creatures are part of the board game. So I think, um, I think it does proper fan service to it. It is a better movie than I anticipated it to be. Right. I thought it was going to be absolute garbo because, you know, it's Chris Pine and stuff. He hasn't done anything good in a long time. But this movie seems to work with his, uh, you know, his persona, his, you know, his his way of, you know, of line delivery, just like he, you know, just like it worked in Star Trek when he was uh, Captain Kirk, right? Um, so, you know, he's getting some shine here. Uh, Michelle Rodriguez does her thing. You know, she's solid. Uh, she's she's very yeah, solid in yeah. this. Like, good. yeah, she's good. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, uh, you know, I you know, spoiler for that too. I'm gonna drop a little spoiler alert here because I do want to call attention to it. She dies again. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, she dies a lot in movies. She does a lot, and also notably comes comes back. comes back to life. And that yeah, she did it in Resident Evil. Yeah. Right? She she does it in Fast and Fu- Furious. Yeah, and so it happens here. <laughs> but thankfully, they get it done in the same movie. She dies, they bring her back. Okay, yeah, yeah. like in that little whole thing at the end, the ending of the whole thing. I liked it. Yeah. Since we're talking about spoilers, I really liked yeah. it. I thought it was cute. You know, I thought it was a a good way to kind of give that happy ending and that character development actually following through. Right. right. That it's like, hey, it's not about her mom. She never knew her mom. You know, it's about, you know, us here, our current family here. So that was a really cool, um, you know, part 
of the of the story, especially the ending part there. That Pine was like, you know what, like this is what I got to do. I'm like, oh, that's yeah, good ending, and, uh, good ending to finish everything happy. Speaking of family, uh, you know, Chris Pine's daughter is that same one who who just popped up in '65. Uh, yeah, who, you know, who, she was good yeah, too. We were like, oh, we got to keep an eye on her. Yeah, she was good here too. So we we're like, well, okay, Listen, throw in a horror reboot. Let's see what she got. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, that's um, the next uh, because test, uh, she's, right? yeah. you know, she's. Yeah, she's building a good resume for herself, man. And every time we see her, it's, you know, she's solid on screen. Yes. Like, she knows exactly what to do. And uh, she's been, like, doing stuff for the last several years. So, Because she, uh, she was with a Batista, right, yeah, in, in that, that movie. In that My Spy movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know... Good for her, man. Um, but again, throw her in like a you know a horror movie. Let's see yeah, what she let's, got. Let's do the, Let's put her to the real <laughs> test, right? But no, so you know, and uh, with Dungeons and Dragons too, it's like you know, it's it's definitely like a, a watch at home, watch it on a Sunday afternoon. You know, stream it, watch it on your couch. Oh, it totally feels like a Sunday sci-fi yeah, movie. Yeah, like because one thousand percent. Like because that's the thing. It looks good, but it's also not like. Yeah, like you said, it's not something you you like. You we walked out of it going, "Oh man, it was such a good looking movie." Yeah, right. Like if you happen to watch it on a Sunday and you pass out in the middle of the movie and you wake up, you probably won't be missing yeah. much. You know, you'd be like, "Okay, you can continue watching you, it." You'll wake you like know? if you're lucky, you'll wake up when they're in the dragon dungeon, and you're like, and then from <laughs> yeah. there, you're like, you got the rest of the movie final fights and stuff like that from then on. Like, because that's the thing too. I do give it credit because like. In terms of like the fantasy action, fantasy action itself is dope. Like there's there's one yeah. scene in particular where like they're playing with portals and like the mm-hmm. heist, mm-hmm. like they they like put a portal on a mirror and then like sneak it, use that portal to like sneak it into like a into like a, an art cart or something. That yeah, they're, like, yeah, you know, dude, it's very fantasy Ocean's Eleven yeah, kind of shit, right? And it's super <laughs> cool because it's like a portal too, so they're like having to hang on and like do it like very sneaky and stuff like that. It's just I don't know, man. Like that that stuff's unique, and like the way they shoot it is unique. Like um, the fight scenes are usually good in this. Like I, mm-hmm, that's what mm-hmm. I mean. Like that stuff's all dope, right? Like it's all like good fantasy action, but it's also like. It's a long movie, man. Like it's long, bro. (laughs) (laughs) It's long, and then like I got a little bored in the middle there before the action really picked up. Um, You know, it takes a little while for it to get going. Like Tech said, it actually picks up once you know you start getting into like the actual um, um, board game action stuff. You know, the board game action pieces. But um, um, that being said, folks, I think it's a total way for it. I think Tech also agrees it's a total way for it. Like it's a way um, but next up, folks, in our uh, double feature is a total pay for it, in my opinion. Yeah, is uh, the Super Mario Brothers movie, man. Yeah, spoiler alert: pay for it. Like just <laughs> pay for it. Pay for it if, if you can. Try and pay for it for IMAX. I know it's a little bit more expensive. Try yeah, and go for the 3D yeah, of the IMAX. It's absolutely worth yeah, it, man. I'm sure it's expensive because you know with kids and like all that stuff. Or you know, if you, oh, trust me. Yeah, like <laughs> I took the whole family for IMAX. Max, yes. I'm glad my ticket was free with the with the AMC A list thing. Yeah, their shit wasn't free though. Yeah, like yo. But at the same time though, it's like when you get when you actually get into it, man. It's like it's just a solid watch. Like it's a solid like. Yeah, it's gonna you know watch it at home. Of course, like that's the thing. If you have to wait for it, you know circumstances, all that stuff. Watch it as soon as it's available. Like if you if you got to pay to rent it, like pay to rent it. You know, like you know what though. Text chances are a lot of people already saw it because it's made 
tons of money. It's like the dude. biggest animated opening in, like in the world. Uh, like dude, tons <laughs> of money. It's gonna so, it's gonna clear a billion, man. It's gonna clear a billion. Yeah, trillion, man. Trillion, it's uh, it's. Know? It's a total way for it. And just seeing the look on my son's face, like when we was watching all these crazy action sequences, he loved it because it was like it's like the video game. You know, he was happy. My daughter was happy. She enjoyed the movie. She enjoyed all the cute little characters and everything, too. Like they came to life. Um, It's a total like, you know, it's a family movie, man. It's, like it's a, we're old enough yeah. where we've played Super Mario Brothers and we are well versed in this universe because just growing up and just playing this game and I think they do a very awesome job of, you know, making sure every age range is is taken care of in this movie, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah, man. Like, I went and saw this by myself. So we we are, like, completely opposite ends of the demographic here, right? Like, you, you went and saw, like, but also, uh, yep. you know, I'm also, like, a huge Nintendo head. So, like, maybe, you know. Yeah, I'm, you are. I'm pretty, As you can see, right behind you, right? Know, yeah, right behind yeah, you. If you're listening, right if you're, behind text, we have a whole wall of Nintendo stuff. Yeah, if you're watching the video, <laughs> you can see how big of a Nintendo fan i am but at the same time like you know even recognizing my biases right i'm like yo is this still a solid movie you know because i could easily toss all that aside and be like yeah if it was a whack movie i wasn't having a good time but like it's not it's not like funny or like you know laugh out loud or anything like that but it's just a a solid family movie man yeah dude it gets the job done right in all facets of it like honestly like you said it's not it's not like it it's not meant for its subvertive like adult jokes right. you know it's not like it's not too infantile either yeah there, you know? there are no fart jokes uh, there you know it's illumination yeah, you know it's minions yeah, and they, yeah there's no potty humor yeah, like that you know a single fart joke in this movie yeah yeah because the minions the minions do enough of that stuff in their, <laughs> <laughs> in their movie but like it's just a very like a very accurate representation of this universe right of this video game that we all love and it's just so awesome seeing that like you know faithfully brought to the screen like they took so much care in every little detail you see yeah like it's even ridiculous like you know if you haven't seen it yet you know you've been maybe waiting till you know family you know you gotta wait till the family's all you know you can go see with the family or whatever but like yeah i dragged them on a thursday night i'm like no we're watching it on thursday night i don't have any other time (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it might be tough for everybody to get their family out but like you know you might be seeing the reviews who like straight up say like 50 like 60 you know it's a bad movie and okay like what are you watching yeah Arthur and I have like have gone against you know the grain a lot of the times and but with those you know when it's like Black Adam Shazam we can be like okay we can see where they're coming from right but here I'm like what were you what were you looking for in in the you it's the Mario movie Mm -hmm. right like what did you expect out of the Mario movie we got we got Mario it's like, you know, yeah, the story, you know, there's barely any story in it, you know, but like, that's, but that's- there's enough, but, 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 but though text, like there, yes, the story is, as you mentioned, barely any story, but there is there's enough, enough story it, there right? for a little kid to follow, yeah. dude. Let's not forget the target audience here. It's not like, you know, the freaking, the 18 to 45 year olds, you right? know what I mean? Yeah. Like they have a huge target audience and that's with the kids. This is the people who are paying. Yes, we we have this um, this income that we pay 
that we use to buy our video games and all this stuff. But let's not forget about this disposable income that every IP wants. Marvel, Disney, all that stuff. They all want that disposable income. And that's what Nintendo just got, dude. All those little kids who played with their Switches and, you know, who, 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 who play with the Pokemon cards. They have the Pokemon games as well. All those little kids, dude. Like, that's the target audience. And my son was able to follow that movie. He's eight. Like, good. I'm glad the story was simple enough that he was able to, you know, know act one, act two, act three. He wasn't lost. I don't know what they wanted to see from this story. I didn't need an overly complex story because the world alone is overly complex. Yeah. It's a Mario and game. It's, it's, you know it's I mean? also Mario. Like, in Mario, you spend, like, 30 seconds in a level and then you're in the next one, right? And, yeah, like, I can... I can see the argument that, like, maybe it goes through set pieces too quickly, but, like, watching it play out, I'm like, yo, part of me is like, I wish some of these things could have been longer. And that's that's a good criticism to have, right? Where it's like, I, yeah. I wish we got to spend more time with Luigi. I wish we got more of the Mario and Donkey Kong dynamic, you know, and, like, I wish we got more of the Mario Brothers but, like, that's something we can get in a sequel, like, which is definitely happening yeah. now, you know, yeah. after all that money. There's no way they... Oh, and they already started making yeah, it yesterday. We got, so. we got the Nintendo, <laughs> like, as soon as that Nintendo logo hit for, like, and it's, like, the special movie one they did, I'm like, yo, we got a Nintendo yeah. universe coming. Like, yo, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's set in stone. It's man. happening, yeah, folks. Like, it really is happening. And, like, I mentioned the text off-air, like, um, because, yes, I do agree – I wish they had more of that brother dynamic because they were awesome together on screen. Yeah. But we also have to remember that um, this whole universe is about Mario. Yeah. Like, like he's the OG. Like we we can't forget that. And they needed to kind of be able to to pass that through, right? To kind of push that agenda of hey, this is Mario. Like, let how do we make this little plumber dude uh, a legend? Yeah, you know what I mean, and that's what the and, whole movie was about, right? Yeah, and that's what the whole movie is about. It's like, like yeah, it was they like were a, able it was to, a Mario origin story, dude. Yeah, dude, it was. Dude, like they were like, listen, they did a great job of of explaining the height thing, right? Of explaining the outfits. It was just like, hey, it's outfits so we can look different in terms of all the plumbing stuff. That's cool. That's great character stuff that like makes it easy for us to live in this universe it's like oh we get it you're just small you're just a tiny guy you yeah, know what i mean it, like, it is it, great it, like, that they they kept pointing yes. that out that no mario yes, really I love is it. like a short dude he's just know? a short dude bro he's just a short dude and the overalls is is their gimmick that's their plumbing gimmick like that's their thing to try and stand out in in it this is, business world you know that like that they are they are from brooklyn like, cause yeah, yes. cause if you know, this is a Mario head thing. But if you ever saw that Super Mario Brothers show with uh, I did yeah, with Captain Lou, and they they were in Brooklyn, like they were based in Brooklyn, yeah. New York. So like it, that yep. was a cool Super Mario Brothers. The show. song they used yes, was that was the theme for the commercial. Yes. <laughs> I was I was dude I was. Flip it out. I was like, oh my god, that's from the show. That's from the show. And then my kids looked at me all weird. I'm like, you see, I made you watch that show. <laughs> but um, yeah, I loved how they um the smart use of that music and they used it for that commercial only. You know, it wasn't yeah. like a big thing. But then what I also really loved are all the little musical cues, you know. Oh yeah. Um, it, yeah. It, it was so good. Like when uh when Bowser and the little magician dude, I forget his name, when they were like just talking. And then Bowser started playing, hit, uh, dun, 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 yeah. you know, dun, 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 dun. like it was just like, like that's smart. Like you, you just throw it yeah. in there. So smart. And you know, like I really enjoyed this movie, man. Just talking about it now. I really realized how well everything was laid yeah. out, even for like an adult like us who, you know, who, as you know, as, as, 
as these amateur critics that we are, we're looking for stuff to pick yeah. on and we're looking to, you know, to, you know, to critique and critique thoroughly. And this thing actually like, it did a great job of just being a, Hey, like this is the world we operate in. This is how it yeah, works. It's, you know? it's just a well-made cartoon. And that's the thing. It's like, I can get being harsh on it because it's like an animated movie, but I also don't get like being that harsh, you know? Cause it's like, if you pay attention, it's so well-made and like, you know, speaking of musical cues, like you can yeah. hear various level musics and power ups, like it, it just yeah. hit it in the score. Yep. Like it's not overpowering. Yeah. You don't hear the Mario Brothers theme the whole time. It's like you hear it at very little moments, right? Like, um, for example, when they're going into the pipes for the first time, you can hear, you yeah, can hear, you can cool. hear the little, yeah. na, 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 na. like you hear the little, yep. just a little bit. Like they don't, they don't go too ham on it. And like it's stuff like that. And then there are tons of like Mario Easter eggs. And that was used as like a criticism that like, oh, you know, it, it relies on Easter eggs. And no, like, but that's, the, that's, that's part of the universe, that's the man. Whole point. It's Mario. <laughs> like, it's like Mario can't just, you know, you have, they, what, what, uh, what was something specific that they said about the Easter eggs? Oh, that, which one? Like, uh, so in particular, I want to say the, uh, like the, the one, the, the level one, one. Where, you know, when they're, they're yeah. running in the beginning and they're like going over the things and like you, you, you see the flag and then you see the castle pizza instead of like castle. Yeah. Like it's stuff like that. Yeah. It's stuff like, um, like the Mario Kart stage, the fact that Mario Kart was incorporated in the movie at all. But then, you know, that's my thinking. I'm like, as a Mario head, right? As a Nintendo head, I'm like, seeing that was dope. Seeing it done so well was dope. And I kind of yeah. want like Mario Party. I kind of want, I want to see him play the sports yeah. next, you know, like I want, I want some Mario Tennis in the next movie. Like, but then like the Mario Kart thing works because like uh, the Donkey Kong land, right? Yeah. Um, the, the Kong Island, it, it's all like they all freaking traveled with carts. Oh, yeah. That, that first intro scene, like when we, when we oh, get to, so when, nice. when they're driving through and it's like the cart. And, and that's the thing too. So, uh, one thing I do want to mention is that like, the action's great. Like, cartoon action, like, Illumination as a studio does not get enough credit for how they handle action. Like, if you... No, they've been... Yeah, they've been killing us since the first Despicable Yeah, Museum. like, it's... Yeah. It, you know, because they take their angular designs and they move them with, like, the, the 2D cartoon aesthetic of, like, very sharp, mm -hmm. very this, and it works with Mario. Like, by the time we get to, like, the final battle, and it's, like, full-on Smash Bros, dude, I'm like, yo, this is... Yeah. This is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um yeah, before we we get to that final set piece though, there's like so much that, like that we can just talk about, man. Like that whole when he gets to the um, you know, the Toad Kingdom, right? Yes. And he has to pass that trial, you know, and he just spends like time like that's the little montage we need for him to kind of get accustomed to how everything works you know i i think that was super smart having him kind of just go all night trying to get it right and then right at the end when he when we think he's going to complete it he just gets eaten uh, i thought that was just yeah i thought that was smart because it's like hey let's let's show you guys what we could do yeah you know what i mean it's also cool because it's also part of his character you know they they made sure to make that part of mario's character is the fact that he's a little guy who doesn't give up right and it, it makes yeah exactly it makes sense Exactly. And also, like, I love when kids' movies are allowed to say things like death and I'm going to kill you and you're going to die and stuff like that. Like, I love having stakes, right? And 
Yeah, because yeah. death is a huge part of the Mario series. So the fact that, like, straight up, yeah. like, you know, that Mario dies. <laughs> but it's true, though. Like, right, Tex? Yeah. Like, it's a great point. As a kid, and you're playing it, it's like, oh, man, I died, yeah, you know? You're, you're not, it's like, oh, I died. Oh, I came back to life. I died again. Oh, like, you died, buddy. You yeah, died. You died. So, you died. He so died. Like, even, it's great. Even if it's PG or whatever, like, they're, you know, they're allowed to say things like death, you know? Because in some kids' movies, you don't, you know... The, unless you get like a cool kid adventure, you don't get like death. You you say like yeah. it's the Power Rangers thing. It's like oh, I'm gonna destroy you, or I'm gonna get them. Yeah. I'm gonna get those kids. I'm gonna get yeah, them. Yeah, and it's stuff like that. So like yeah, this is Mario bias showing or whatever. But I'm like yo, I had a I had a great time, and like I saw it in 2D. And uh, just to decide, pulling behind the curtain, I like texted Arturo right after. I'm like, yo, how are you seeing this? Are you seeing it in 3D? And, and then you were like, yeah, IMAX. I'm like, okay, cool. See it that way. Like, see if you can, that's the thing too, pay for it. And if you can pay for the full production 3D IMAX, do it. Cause like, yo, this movie looks incredible. It is, it is just it, it, like Mario bias or not. Like, it's just a good looking movie. Yeah, agreed. And uh, another big factor of this movie being so good was Bowser himself, oh, right? Dude. Our main man, yeah. our main villain, Mr. Jack Black, does a fantastic think, job yeah, of voice st- acting this year. Standout dude, performance you know? in the movie. Like, I think. And um, even. Like even though he has you know like uh like de- definitely like an effect to his voice to make it more you know, monster like or whatever right yeah yeah like the minute he starts singing Peach's Peaches <laughs> like forget about it you know it's Jack dude, Black dude it's in my head hands down it's in my head big time You're, so yeah. good so good and like you know like that's when you know you have an awesome kids movie where they have a song that stands out like that you know Disney always has their you know Let It Go right. and uh, and um how far I'll go from Moana and stuff like that. But this one has peaches, peaches, you know, (laughs) and it's, it's so good that there's a, there's a music video about it now with Jack Black in it. Um, There's there's a, what is it? Like there's a mid credit scene, right. Where, you know, like little Bowser is playing inside. He's he's playing the peaches song, right? Like it's, it's so good. The song is played three times throughout the movie. And deservingly. <laughs> you know? That's the thing. It's like, yeah. it's in my head still. Like, I'm still singing Peaches to myself. You know, I'm like, Peaches, 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 Peaches. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very good. Um, and again, another successful part of, um, you know, playing to their target audience, man. Like, like yeah, just... again, if you got the kids, bro, chances are, you know, You'll get the adults too. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, yeah, like putting putting my final cap on Super Mario Brothers movie. Like, I don't know. I, this this is the one where I'm like, what do critics even like? Yeah, sometimes it's like when you say, oh, critics are wrong. Oh, yeah, and that's not exactly the right viewpoint either, right? Like sometimes the critics do know what they're talking about, right? But here I'm just like, what movie were you watching? Cause yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was the exact same argument I had when they, you know, reviewed uh, you know, what Scream Six, Scream Six, and X. Uh, how many, how many examples do we have here of just of just our show where we're like, what we get you- killed over here <laughs> online because it's like, hey, we said Scream sucked at this, but then like, you know. You have these reviews saying that, no, this is the greatest thing ever. But then you have this thing, which is like completely like destroying an animated movie meant for kids. Right. And there's no justification in their review. Like they are always saying like their big thing is the story thing. Like you mentioned, oh, the story is our thing, um, which is understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Which I get. But like what story is it that you 
are criticizing yes. here because it have you played Mario? There's not much story there. Peach just gets freaking kidnapped, right? By Bowser. You gotta go save her. End of story. Yeah, and it's not you know what I mean? That's it's it. not like turn off your brain shit either. Because when people say that, it's, it's like, oh, just turn off your brain and enjoy it. No, like that's not the case here either. It's not like No, yeah. it's not. Yeah, like, no, no. There's no, a lot like, going here. There's at, a lot of here at the morgue, There's a lot of stimulus. You know, like, here at the morgue, we first and foremost respect story. Yes. Right. And this story was a simple linear story that was easy to follow enough where you can add all these layers of the universe, right? Because why make an overly complicated story? Like I said before, the universe itself is overly complicated. It's a fucking video game. It's Mario. So, dude, we have all these different rules and characters and settings and power-ups and and little features that belong in this universe that need more explanation than than the story does. You know what I mean? It's like the story is so – these texts, I don't understand what they're saying because you have a story there, right? You know – um, Peaches has to try and save Toad Kingdom. At the same time, Luigi gets uh, freaking taken by Bowser and company, so he has to save them. So they got to go meet up um, with uh, freaking Donkey Kong, Kong Island, try and make friends so they can get their army. They can come back, and the army gets freaking ambushed. Yeah. Right? Like what? Like what exactly are you looking for? That's that's a pretty decent story for something that like they just you know like that isn't really there then, in in the yeah, video games you know then, like i don't see how you can give it a 50 or like a, a give it a rotten score when like when you that's ridiculous. when you look at the animation alone so like that's the thing too cuz even if it had a poor story you see the quality of everything else like you yeah. see even chris pratt who like you and i both going in we're like oh man this is oh we were killing yeah, him dude we were, like, we were killing him yeah he I will admit he does he he never really settles on a Mario voice like he 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 doesn't but you can tell they definitely worked on it though because it wasn't that straight up American accent we got in the trailer when we right. first saw and, it but it don't you know it wasn't full Mario either you know and but it is funny mm-hmm. the only times he says Mamma Mia is when they slow it down because he's like Mamma yeah, Mamma Mia, Mia. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's what I mean. it's there's there's little smart stuff like that to like cover it up you know so. But also, like, it's also smart because how how really, you know, stereotypical Italian do you want to make him? His parents, his family was already like yeah, that, right? Yeah. And then they also threw in the, the first iteration of Mario in there, right? That was playing yeah, in the arcade. The that was very man. Italian, yeah, which, right? Which yeah. is uh, the Mario dude himself, like uh, Charles Martinet, which is dope. Yeah, so he even got to do his little <laughs> wahoo and all that stuff. So there, You see, there you go. Like, they had that enough where I felt okay in the movie with Chris Pratt's voice at the end right. of it. Because, like, it could have been way worse, honestly, but I do like the fact that he did try to like do something different with yeah, his voice and you can hear will, it too. Yeah, we will give credit where it's due. He did try. He he did. Yeah, there was a semblance of him trying to change it because like I said before, in that original trailer, it was just straight up Chris Pratt. It was Star-Lord yeah, fucking was, talking pretty yeah, much, right? Yeah. So yeah, so I was like, wait a minute, this is not right. But then I think they went back and they were like, let's see what we can do yeah, here. Yeah, they went with a different take, tell it, right? They went with like a, yeah, yeah it, it's clear. Which, which, Again, it wasn't that distracting. I'm like, okay, cool. I dig it. I like Char- a Charlie Day's um, acting as Luigi. Dude, that works perfectly. I want, perfect I want for that a character. Luigi movie like uh, Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion, yeah, right? Because like, because him in like the in the in the Darklands, 
uh, scene with like oh, all yeah. the dry bones. I'm like, yo, it just looked good. And that's a, that was, dude, that was that's nice. What I'm like, it just, yes. how do you look at scenes like that? How do you look at like the Rainbow Road scene and then be like, yo, this is, <gasps> this is a bad movie? Like, how do you, like, that's what I'm saying. Nintendo biases aside, I'm trying to like, that means that yeah. they didn't, you know what it is? <laughs> that means that they weren't kids. You know what I mean? And you know, that's the thing too. It's they like, weren't kids with souls. Yeah. Like, if you don't, it's hard to kind of, I understand killing the movie, like if if you if you're gonna be that picky about stuff, right? Like, you, yeah, because you know, if you tell yourself you're not gonna have a good time, you won't, right? Yeah, exactly. But like, it's hard to not have a good time with this one. Yeah, there are so many, <laughs> especially as a kid who who played a, an Dude, NES. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who played there, Super Mario? There Brothers. are so many scenes that like the way they're directed, and then like your perspective as an audience get like thrown into it. like the cart scene with like the Donkey Kong mm-hmm. intro scene where you like watch them drive down the thing, and it's like, how do you look at that stuff and then tell me it's a bad movie? Like, I, I don't see. That's where I'm like, I don't get that stuff. I'm like, yo, just animation shit alone. It's just, I'm yeah. like, you just hate life. Yeah, like, just <laughs> like, and the scene where Bowser's castle comes and crashes down in front of Peach. Oh, like, that looks so yeah, good, dude. You, that looks. How do you look at that and say like, yo? Yeah, that looks. Yeah, choice. like Illumination just does not get their credit, and I get it. You look at Minions, you look at the Grinch, and you're like, ah, oh, Illumination Studio, they they go for the lowest common denominator. Yeah, but when they do that for Mario. <laughs> you know what though man working. i have to defend illumination like they've been pumping out quality like you know uh, um animated movies for a hot Dude. minute now man even um, even their grinch was actually yeah. pretty darn I, decent i, I, I just saw it. rise of Gru recently and yeah i was telling you off air i'm like yo you go. i liked the Gru stuff yeah i'm like yo this was a fine movie yeah the rise yeah. of Gru. like i was a big fan of the minions movie with uh that with that Sandra Bullock one, as right? bad guy. yeah like yeah 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 <laughs> with the scarlet overkill yes. right and they were like in the buckingham palace and stuff with the queen that was fun um they they know how to animate they have a very smooth curvature kind of inter, uh you know animation to all their characters looks very nice and they've they, they really know how to like light stuff yeah. you know um like pixar was the one who used to be like to get all the cred for the the filmmaking aspect of animation, right? But Illumination has been doing fantastic yeah, if, work, and this is just another. If example. Pixar came out with this movie and it was exactly the same, how much you want to bet it would have been treated better? You know, I, I one thousand. Oh yeah, like yeah, yeah. This Elemental movie is gonna fucking get like a like a ninety nine on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, bro. Just, oh my god, look at all the elements, how cool they yeah. look. <laughs> yeah. and you know what? There we go. See, you stack Elemental to Super Mario, and you're like, come on, like. Yeah, come, come on. on. Come on, <laughs> yeah. Shelly. Come on. Come on. And you know, that's it on that for me. I'm just yeah. And that is a wrap, <laughs> folks. Go pay for Super Mario Brothers. Um, any way you can get it, go watch it. You can definitely wait for Dungeons and Dragons unless you're a big D and D fan, then go pay for that. But folks, thank you for listening. This is episode 147 of the Morgan Official Corpse Feed Podcast. I am Arturo Padilla, the guy beyond the face, and with me always is Mr. Nick Valdez. Big shout out to Del Virus for the artwork. A big shout out to you guys for listening. We have 146 of these things in the archives for you guys. Go check us out anywhere you can listen to podcasts. Um, Apple, Spotify, mm-hmm. iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. Even on the desktops, you can find us on there, folks. You can catch us on CourseFeed.com. The episodes are on there. Most importantly, you can catch us on YouTube Live every Thursday at 420. Yeah. You can watch this episode drop, folks, and catch the rest of the shows in the archives. Um, also, thank you so much for listening. We know you guys are listening to the, the old stuff that we have in the archives. We really appreciate 
appreciate you guys. Um, if you have any like comments, reviews, anything like that, just yeah, send it we, our way. We appreciate you. Like, you know, we're keeping you company at work and uh, we appreciate that, you know? So like, please, please yeah, tell us absolutely. If, you, if you don't agree with, that's the other thing too. If you don't agree, agree, whatever, like we would love to know. We would love to know. Yeah, just let us know. We are being uh, uh, worked over here for a busy April, yeah. <laughs> uh, going into a busy summertime, Yo, folks. Oh, man. Um, yeah, because next week we got uh, the, a Pope's Exorcist and Renfield for oh, them. So then- another double feature coming up heavy with with the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie coming on Netflix. Folks, it's going to be a good one next week. And remember, it's a scary world out there, but we are here to walk you through it.